Welcome, and you're listening to Geekologist Radio 2.0, a division of the Ninja Pancake family of podcasts. It's Damien, and welcome to Geekologist Radio 2.0. This week, we are covering our first week of Red Dead Redemption 2. I did say we we're going to go back to the to the uh, to the variety show, but this game calls for an entire show. You, I mean, you can't. I mean, you cannot just talk about it as a segment because this game is that big. And I'm telling you guys, it's been a week in, and I, we have varying amount of hours and very different amounts of where we're at in the game for those hours. So this is a game guys that you can do with it as you will, but let's get our first, first week, you know, kind of our ideas and what we feel of it. And this isn't even counting what the show that we're going to do when online comes out. So first up, we're going to start off silver. Let's start with you. You're the farthest in out of the three of us. What's your opinion so far of the game? Plain and simple, it's amazing. That's that's really like, if I had to describe it in two words, <laughs> you can Plain use more. You can use amazing. more words if you like. Yeah. <laughs> what is what what makes it amazing for you? Like, what is something about it? Like, if you if this is someone that's listening to this podcast, they're like, hey, I've heard a lot about this game, but I haven't. I, I want to know a little more. What is it that makes it amazing? You know, like. One thing is the genre. We really don't see a lot of uh, Western games. Everything is sci-fi or fantasy. Um, you know, everything is Mass Effect, Fallout, uh, Elder Scrolls, the, those types of games. So to bring an RPG out that's a uh, a Western, it's more of an RPG than the last two uh, titles. Um, for me, it was a huge deal because I'm a big uh, Western fan. You guys know I live in the Southwest, so that's kind of like... You know, that's I live in the middle of the Wild West, so it's still really untamed out here. So playing games like this, you know, always uh, hit a sweet spot for me. So I, the genre alone makes it very unique. Um, it is very open world, much like uh, The Witcher Three. You know, like yeah, you can't make your own character, like say Fallout, but you even playing a pre-established character. It's very engaging, it's very open, it's very detailed, there's a lot, and I mean like a lot to do. That's where I've gotten most of my time is just wandering around finding random stuff and random quests. And uh, so if you're the kind of person that likes to spend like a ton of time in games like I am, it's perfect. Nick, what's your uh, initial go on it? It's a Rockstar game. It's it's something that we expected from Rockstar. It's an open world RPG um, it's the best Western game I can think of. My character looks like Clint Eastwood from The Good, The Bad, and Ugly, and I'm very happy about that. So that puts it at the top of my gaming list right there. The number one thing that kind of th- that puts this game ahead of any other Western game, but a- ahead of like Rockstar Games itself, is that if there's a lot of in a lot of RPG games you can do a fast travel. You can you can travel from this location to that location. 
But what happens in this game if you do fast travel or if you go cinematic view and you let the game just ride for yourself is that you miss little side quests or animals that are running across the trail. So it almost just, it almost kind of def- you kind of almost don't want to fast travel from location to location because you really do miss some of the the better things a part of the game. Uh I've ran into uh, I've ran into a carnival guy who wanted to track down his lion and his tiger. I ran into a people trying to open up a safe just because I was riding around my horse and I killed both of them and I took their safe. I <laughs> I, I ran into wild horses that I tamed and I sold or I kept um, different animals that I've rode in uh, you know just kind of rode into. So it, the game really makes you just want to go out there and ride your horse, even though it might take some time to get from one spot to the other spot. Now, if you're kind of busy and you have a new baby like I do, and you just want to hit the trail, put a waypoint down, hold the hold the hold the uh, button down for cinematic view, the horse will just ride for you all the way to the next location. I mean, it's just one of the best features I've ever seen on an RPG before. That's cool. I haven't even tried that yet. Now, like my view on the game right now, of course, Red Dead was a big big deal. The first one, Red Dead, well. Actually, yeah, the first one, Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about that for a second. Is that everybody's taking this as, oh yeah, Red Dead Redemption, the first one? I'm like, no, no. The game is based off of a campy Western game, which yep. was for the original Xbox, which was Red Dead Revolver. In fact, my favorite character to play as was the DLC where I got to play as Red from Red Dead Revolver. And you know that he was, his character was what they very, you know, they took a lot from his character to create John Marston. Except for his, except for Red looked more like an anime character. Yeah, it was a little bit more campy type of animation on that game. Yeah, but I, I do remember Red Dead Revolver. I played it. I didn't play it as much as I would have, you know, Red Dead Redemption or, you know, any other of the Rockstar games, but. I have it sitting right over here and it can still be played. (laughs) So that's one of the cool things. Uh, But yeah, so I wanted to bring attention to that. The fact is, is that this is actually the third game in the series, not the second. It is the second and prequel to the, to uh, Redemption. However, if you were to put it in a timeline. Red Dead Revolver is first. Red Dead Redemption 2 is second. Red Dead Redemption is third. If you wanted to put things in the timeline as to when they took place. But that being said, this by far... Okay. You know how much I... Everybody knows how much I like Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is like my go-to game. Well, I know right now when online comes out, I'm. it's not going to be my only go-to game because this game... This game is definitely at equal for my love for gaming for different reasons. Uh, I have not felt this deep about my choices in a game since Bioware's uh, Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic, Republic 2. Like, I haven't felt that deep when I make a decision and actually had it like really hit me in the feels. Uh, and before that, it was Final Fantasy VII. So... Or Chrono Trigger, and you know if you're going really keep going back and forth with games that made you feel because of the characters and how well the characters are written. I feel when I'm a jackass just to you know random strangers because, um, you can Kurt Cobain people. Yeah, and that's a do you keep your character kind of in the borderline of being a good citizen and a bad citizen? Where are you at on this on the on the meter there? 
I'm a jackass. You're in the red. I'm in the red. <laughs> I tried initially. I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be chaotic neutral. <laughs> and then I found myself. I'm like, no, these guys all piss me off. And so it's like, instead of letting them live, I'm like, usually I'll do something and like, because it's like if I win a bet or something like that, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll let them go. And then they make a snide remark, and I'm like, well, I've already got what I want, and I'm sure they have more, so. They made that snide remark. Now it's, you know, I'm sorry, it's the Wild West. It might be dying, but I'm not dead, so I'm now you're going to be. And you shot him for happens. 89 cents and a, a can of chew? Uh, pretty much, you know, <laughs> and it felt good. I'm not going to lie. That, um, that, that part where the game opens up and it lets you make a lot of quick decisions at the beginning, like Dutch lets you either let the guys go in the bar or kill them or in the train, kill them. Um, a couple of missions at the beginning of Valentine also gives you this option, and it kind of sets you up from the beginning of how you want to Arthur Morgan to be in this world. How how do you want your character actually to be? And I'm kind of neutral. I'm, I'm my I'm right down the middle of that of that chart right there. Um, my my cowboy touches a little bit of red, and then it bounces out a little bit of red when I do something nice. I think that's funny. That uh, it seems like we're each playing a different way. I'm in the white. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> I I have a hard time being an ass in games. Like I've never even sided with the Enclave through a thousand playthroughs of Fallout Three. I I can't do it. Oh really? Wow. The, you are super nice in, in games. Yeah, I I have I easily uh I easily can kill people. Um. But I uh I, I try to stay pretty neutral because especially when you go like into a city you. I've seen I've seen YouTube videos where a guy will walk into the Valentine bar and Valentine and people run out of there scared. That's Damien. They're just running out of there scared. That that lessens your interaction with some other and people I, that oh, ask I you for your help. Actually, I so I keep this is the thing. It doesn't happen to me that much because I don't hardly ever have money because I pay my bounties back. That's what I've done is I'll work hard to go pay my bounties back before I progress in the game, and that's why I'm not as far as I'm only. Twelve percent in with almost twenty four hours of time playing the game. <laughs> it's because I'm busy hunting and I'm busy. I'm busy learning these other mechanics of the game because way I'm playing it basically is is yeah I like the story and everything, but what and I I, I really dig it. But what I'm enjoying most is learning these mechanics that I know are going to be an online because I'm an online player and so I'm trying to learn. Okay, if they bring this in, I'm gonna have to really watch myself with other players because I'm not gonna want to get all these, you know, be paying back everything that I get. And then, what other mechanics are they gonna toss in my way? And so that's one of the reasons the way I've been playing it. I'm just trying to get myself dressed to look very nice, and dashing. Well, I played. I like I said, I play kind of neutral, and I did some friendly missions in Valentine. That one of them. I can't quite remember what the guy wanted. He wanted some help or I needed to give him a couple bucks or something like that. So I gave him a couple dollars. One of them was a World War, uh, uh, Civil War veteran mm-hmm. and he gave me a hug. I mean, it, it was a pretty long, uncomfortable hug just in the video game itself. But that was me being a, you know, a good citizen. Another one was somebody, I did something for them and then I ran back into him at the, at the gun store. And he said to me, he goes, hey, my credit's good here. Pick out whatever gun you wanted. So I got to go in there and pick out any gun I want at the beginning of the game for free. What? And yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying. So playing it kind of neutral and helping people out has benefited me more times than it has not benefited me in the game. And then just kill. Playing is, playing is a nice guy gives me free stuff all the time. 
Yeah, exactly. Instead of just killing everybody for the 89 cents, I got, you know, a $50 gun or $75 gun or something like that. Uh, I've gotten a lot of free stuff from people. Um, Tell you, I'm going to kill you guys when I get a chance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're going to take my tobacco and my bottle of whiskey. And your guns. Be like, look who's got the free guns now. <laughs> I do have the Granger uh, revolver, so uh, and the Sanchez. I believe it was the uh, Sanchez revolver. See, I have yet to do any of the gunslinger stuff. The gunslinger side quests are are really fun, and and looking at the old photographs and reading about the gunslingers, like Emmett Granger. I have her uh, revolver, Billy Knight, Black Bell. And Flacco Hernandez, you have to chase all these guys down and go and talk to them. And some of them are more friendlier than the other ones. And one of them, is, which is really one of my favorite side missions, is Emmett Granger. I don't know if you've done that one, Silver, where you have to fight off uh, the Pinkertons to save her life. And one of them pulls up in a wagon with a 50 cal, the old crank 50 cal guns. It was. It's one of my favorite. The dialogue between you and her, she's razzing you the whole time. It's. It's a really fun experience on that side mission. I think she's the only one I haven't done yet. I got sidetracked with uh, hunts. I, I. I ruined it for you though. <laughs> yeah, uh, see my. See my favorite things to do right now are the bounty hunts. Uh, bounty hunts some, are fun. They yeah. get some pretty good stories like the. Yeah. Uh, the Black Widow. I, I hunted her down, and not only did I hunt her down, I went back into the Valentine pre, uh, jail to look yeah, for another Yeah, she'll bounty. talk to you. And she's still in there. She's like, I'm still in here, honey. And I was like, whoa, she's still in here. Yeah, she's not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty shocking to you. But that, that shows you how the game works, that a lot of these people remember what you do. And so, like I said, one guy walked into the bar in Valentine, and people just, I'm serious, the whole group on the bottom floor ran out of the bar. Because of what where his status at in that town is, which is your status, Damien. Okay, red. But let's let, let, let's see what is. I want to know so far with what you've done. I want to get each year's, and I'll give you mine. Gotcha. What is your favorite, like, event or favorite visual or any any like cutscene or anything that's happened? What has been your favorite thing that's happened to you? Because I think this game does something extremely well. And it's one of the, when it does its cutscenes, they're so cinematic. And the thing is, is that they're just the game graphics. It's just the in-game engine. There's nothing. There's no switch up on it, and it leads in. It just feels very fluid. But what has been your favorite event that you've done that you've had to that an interactive like cutscene basically? Uh, one of one of my favorite interactions at the beginning of the game is with Dutch, and and the and the group. Uh, the Vandalier Gang. You don't really know where you're at in this world yet. It's kind of opening up on there. There's snow all around you. And Dutch says, hey, Arthur, come, come right ahead with me. And Arthur says something like, in this weather? He's like, hey, we don't have a choice. Let's go. So Arthur's like, okay, let's go. Saddle up. And he takes him outside. And the cinematic is so beautiful. It has the snow falling on you. And you kind of pull Dutch aside, and he's saying that he's saying the Dutch, "Hey, I haven't got a chance to ask you, but what the hell happened in Blackwater? What went down in Blackwater?" Which is a question. I'm 39 hours in, which is a question I really don't know what happened yet. It's something that kind of hangs over this game's storyline in your head the whole time. Um, it was a very beautiful opening sequence with just Arthur Morgan and Dutch having just a very open conversation, and also. They're cold, they're wet, they're tired, they're hungry, and they're trying to save people's lives because they're kind of in the middle of this winter storm up on the mountain. And the snow is around them, and 
the snow between your footsteps as they're walking. I mean, it, it's just a beautiful, beautiful interaction. Yeah, the opening scene was crazy because, I mean, that's... You talk about setting the mood for a game or for anything because, I mean, we already know that this set records for opening weekend of any entertain of any entertainment not just gaming any entertainment ever it was what 750 million dollars worth of sales this isn't sales to store this is straight sales that's insane that's what rockstar does silver what's your favorite you know, I'm having a hard time picking a favorite. It was, doesn't help that I'm, you know, almost 80 hours into the game right now. <laughs> um, one that stood out to me uh, a lot was uh, uh, there's a small mission where you take Jack fishing. Anybody who's played Red Dead Redemption remembers that John has a son named Jack, and he's just a little guy in this. He's only like what, five, six years old. Yep. And, uh, so yeah, you, um, his mom asks you to take him fishing and I don't know, it it was just so adorable watching Arthur pick him up and put him on the horse with him and, and teach him how to fish. And then he, he got bored and, you know, it was just really just cute. And it was just like a little moment that was kind of like, okay, these guys aren't all bad. You know, like this little guy really looks up to, looks up to him. He calls him uncle Arthur. It's, I I really liked that. And, And because of that mission, um, the interaction between Jack and, and Arthur throughout the game when you go and stop and talk to him just here and there as as briefing is very cute. It's very honest. Um it that you're right, that's a really good that's a really good mission in there. And also that mission opens up the game a lot because the Pinkertons come down to the water at that time and run into Arthur and so it kinda scares Jack and Jack is Arthur is worried about Jack and his well being and wants to just get him back to his mom. Yeah, I, I like that one a lot too. It kind of humanized uh, a lot of the characters, especially Arthur. And later on in the game, too, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but later on in the game, Jack plays a large role to bring the Vandalier gang together. And it also humanizes a lot of them again, where they kind of put their differences aside, uh, forget about what they're trying to do, and they all get together, uh, you know, in Jack's name. If I wasn't worried about spoiling, that would have actually been my choice because that one... That's a really good... That's a really, really fun fun mission, yeah. So my favorite is early on. You know, you have to go... Stuff happens, and you have to go take uh, one of your fellow gang members to the town, to the bar, to drink. (laughs) Yes. I have never played a game or, or even seen a movie that has explained... A drunken night better. Like, I mean, yeah, you could say, uh, you could, you could say the hangover was a good, nah, nah. It's not. It has nothing to this detailed, uh, shenanigans that happen multiple times throughout the, throughout the night. It's, it's so crazy. Like, you wind up, uh, gosh. At one point, you're walking through and you're seeing everybody as your compadre. Yes. Including the women, and you're like, yeah, and it goes to the first person view, and it it just does such a good job. It's so funny. Uh, it it's... tells the story too in like four or five different increments where yeah. everybody's singing and dancing, then one of you is not feeling well. You're upstairs, you're downstairs, you're all over the place. You got the drunk goggles on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, that's a really fun drunken experience. Yeah, and so I mean. You guys, you get to experience this without the hangover. It's great. <laughs> but no, that, that was my favorite experience in it. Uh, 
Now, something else. Like one other question I have for you guys. So, you guys all played Red Dead Redemption, correct? Of course. Yes. Okay. Does this make you feel bad for what you wind up doing in Red Dead Redemption? Yes. Oh my god. Because in the first game, you don't know this story. And I'm not finished with the game yet. Um, 39% in for the storyline of it. 39 hours in. I'm not even close to being finished with it. But Dutch is really, really humanized. And he seems like such a nice guy. He has a sharp tongue talk his way out of any situation or talk you into a situation that could cause you trouble or gain you money. I mean, he is a very, uh, charismatic, charismatic, you know, just leader for this group. And when you think of red dead redemption, you think of a gang of, you know, outlaws that are riding around and shooting up everybody and killing people and stuff like that. But in red dead redemption too, it's women, it's children, it's, you know, it's different races. They're all together like a family. And it, it really does humanize that whole gang. It doesn't make them seem as uh, seem as bad as what Arthur was running from in Red Dead Redemption 1. Especially once you realize that uh, their creed is to steal from people who have too much or don't need it. Or who are bad people. They don't steal from you know, families or, you know, people who, well, Damien does. <laughs> <laughs> They're not stealing from, you know, hardworking people. They're stealing from, you know, the lowest to the low, you know, the people who steal it from somebody else or who have way too much. They're not... They're like they're, Robin Hood. Yeah, they're bad guys, but they're not as bad as Red Dead Redemption makes them look. There is There is some side missions that you do and that is the collect money that one of the gang members has lent out to different families throughout or or different you know different people throughout the game and you have to go back and collect them and that's with a uh, Jose or I'm sorry that's with Bill Williamson he's the one that's collecting all the debt there's one where the it's a uh, Strauss is it Strauss oh it's Strauss Leopold's- okay thank you yeah, I got a mixed up here yeah. uh thank you there's one mission where the husband dies, and before you go on this long, like, mission, he pulls you to the side and says, hey, you know, so-and-so husband has died, so that means the wife has inherited the debt. And Arthur's like, yeah, of course, you know, of, of course. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of brutal. But I go and do the mission, and the mother's packing up all the stuff because the husband has passed away. They have to move out of their house now because they can't afford it. And the son is looks like he's maybe 14, 15, and the son is eyeballing you and bad mouthing you, and you still have to collect the money from the wife. I, I, I told my wife as I was playing, I was like, "Can I turn around and give him back the money?" I actually felt bad about taking the money from you know a collection from from this family. So that's the only time I felt collecting some money. I felt was kind of uh, in bad taste for you know for Leopold, Leopold Strauss. Just wait till you run into the wife again. I knew that. I knew that has something else to go. I knew that doesn't end. I well, knew. Th- it. Yeah, but you, you know, <laughs> I knew it's what, over. <laughs> you might not run back into her if you kill her. No, if see, Damien, her, I'm not doing kill, it like you. See, I'm not playing you this her, game like you. Do. If you kill her, <laughs> you don't have to feel guilty anymore. And then you have the money, and you can leave the son, and you can say you can come back and get me when you're old enough. And then he can come back and try to get you. And then I you can have a monster. I swear to God, I felt like that's where this mission was going. I was like, oh, this kid's coming back for me. I was like, he's eyeballing me. He says he doesn't have, he doesn't like the likes of me. 
He he he's good in the bad and the ugly. He's just he's like I'm coming back at you. So that's what you do. You set it up so that you can be the. I villain felt like for so, and Silver you. just told me you run back into her again. I knew you run back into her again. It's the only time I felt that bad in this. Well, game. see, I might have to do this now when I run into this lady. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to offer so that I can see if the sun comes after me. And if the sun comes after me, I'm gonna have to try to make him now become part of my gang. I'll be like, I'll try to like, I'll try to recruit him in. This is like, so you gotta remember, guys. I'm a Sith. I'm not a Jedi. I try to figure out how I can cause pain and horror, and, you know, and like, and then bring them in. It's a trick. So I'm gonna create that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take her out. I'm gonna make that kid come back later on to take me out. But then when he can't take me out, I'm gonna become his master, and he'll be my he'll he'll be my apprentice, and I'll bring him I'll br- I'll bring him into the into the gang. I don't know if that can happen, but Rockstar, please patch it in now so I can do it. Because now I want to do it. <laughs> it's in my head. I have to make this happen. Otherwise, I'm going to have to make someone role play as that kid when I get to Red Dead Online. This is definitely the most human game that Rockstar has ever done. It is. You know, it, you have a hard time caring for uh, characters in their other games. You know, uh, L.A. Noir was like the one where you're, you know, you're at least you're a detective. You're not like, you know, a bad guy. So that one, you know, you don't feel quite so bad playing. But this one, it really kind of... You know, kicks you in the throat sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about. In GTA Online, I'm a good guy. Oh, you play uh-huh. Trevor as a good guy in GTA Online? Uh, yeah, or in GTA, I'm, I'm... in GTA, do you play Trevor as a good guy? Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. That's the only character that you should play as a maniac because he's, he's in- Yeah, he's even insane. I can't play him as a good guy. No, there's no way. You could play Mike as a good guy, but... Franklin. <laughs> yeah, you can play Franklin's a good guy too. Yeah, yeah, but not not Trevor. He's he's a maniac. So let's go. Let's let's talk about about looting. Okay, so when you're trying to pick up items or loot items, sometimes there's way too much on the screen. You have to move in small increments to get the items you actually want. This is where I kind of feel with is that they could have gone to some type of looting system similar to say PUBG or you know bat bat. Uh, blackout mode in call of duty if they did something like that it would make it so much easier for inventory management for being able to pick things up i brought this question up to some other people that i know that are playing red dead and he says that when you've got too many items on the floor all you have to do is hit rb and it will cycle through them so you can get to oh. the item you want so after i wrote this question i brought it up to some other people to see if i was the only one that was having this problem and some of it has to do with, like, when I was investigating a house. Like, you have to hold Y to investigate something, but then there's, like, a can of fruit to pick up or, you know, like, a, a, a something else to, to look at or warned, you know, Cattleman's revolver that I don't want on the floor. And I'm like, I don't want to switch. I just I just want to investigate this area. That's when I was getting most, most frustrated. And sometimes when you kill somebody, there's a lot going on the screen from like switching weapons, eluding them, picking up the dead body. Maybe your horse is too close and it wants you to stow them away. But RB people, just click RB and you cycle through them. Awesome. Well, yeah. see, that fixes my problem. I'm yeah, it so fixes bad. my problem. <laughs> Shoot, I could have told you all that. Yeah, I wish I would have knew. But it, it was the same thing when I wrote like hitching your horse, though. That's kind of the same thing. It was where sometimes when I was hitching my horse, Damien, I felt like I was getting too close to the hitching post. And it wouldn't let me hitch, and then I have to back up. I've had I've had that same I've had that three sixty around because if yep. you don't hit your horse, it doesn't it doesn't rest. If you just hop off your horse, it's not resting. So you have but to see, make I sure. I didn't know that these are things I didn't know. Like because there's times where I just hop off my horse. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and also it builds charisma between you and your horse when you hitch it. You know. You oh, can, okay. Yeah, so you have to hitch it like every time. 
I have I have like three horses, so. Yeah, I have three too, and two of them are in the stables in Valentine, which I'm not allowed to go back to. So. You can access them from any stable. Yes, you can. And another thing is too, if you upgrade your camp, well, we could talk about that if we want to talk about upgrades at the camp. Now, you're not allowed to go back to because of story, or you're not allowed to go back to because you decided to do something naughty. The story made me do something naughty twice. And <laughs> <laughs> there's a second time where it made me go back to Valentine, and I'm like, why are we going back here? This is insane. I, I we shouldn't pay off that bounty, boy. <laughs> we shouldn't go back there. Yeah, I think the bounty's only one fifty nine. I'm not paying it. No, oh, shoot. I had a six hundred dollar bounty that I paid off. I had a three hundred dollar one. I was like, and that was closer to the beginning of the game where I didn't have a lot of money. But yeah, same here. If uh, we could talk about how to, uh, there is great ways to make money in this game, and one of them is actually playing some of the stories because it will take you on different heists that actually make you some a lot of good loot. So. Mm-hmm. So some people are blowing through the main story, but if you slow down, there's so much to do. We're talking a lot about that. So again, this is something we can bounce back to. I got 23 hours in the game. I'm only 12% through the story, but it's it's not like I sit here and I feel like I haven't got anything out of the game. Like I'm saying it's one of it is like my favorite game or one of my favorite games uh, I've ever played, like ever. Like uh, of all time, which is huge for me to say, um, but it, it's the truth. It is. I've never played something that's been so realistic and so in depth and so human as you guys like to say. And yes, yet I still am playing the bad guy. But you got to think about it. Uh, for for what I do for a living, I have to be the good guy all the damn time. So it's nice to be able to be the bad guy. It is nice to go in and just you know shoot up a town and like all right, I'll see this town later. I'll pay off the $25 bounty for killing 12 people, and I'll come back here anytime I want. <laughs> Sometimes, now, Yeah, go ahead. Now, when you're going around, this is the other thing I want to talk about, though. Is one of the things about it is that you can just explore. You don't have to do these, these missions. You can just be part of the world. So uh, I went into th- – this is how in-depth this game is. I went in at one point, and I hear someone screaming for help, and I try to save them. I missed saving the the woman. The husband is drowning, like beating her and pushing her head into a trough, water trough. This isn't Valentine, and I'm like, I'm trying to trying to save her, and uh, a horse comes up and nudges me right as I'm aiming, and so I miss my shot. And that miss of the shot, he turns around and grabs. He does this, like jolts back, grabs her. And pulls her head, pushes her head into the water, and that's it. And, like he stomps on her head, and she's done. And then I managed to shoot him, and I left. I shot him, and he fell down. I thought I killed him. Like when I went up, I was able to loot his body. I thought he was dead. I leave because there's people chasing after me. You know the the the, the sheriff clerk's coming after me. Even though even though I I did a I did a. I saved or try, was trying to do a good thing because I didn't save her. There was nobody to vouch saying I did did a good thing. I don't think they ever vouch saying you do something good though. Oh, okay, so I didn't know that. So I get on my horse, I take off. Now it's been a few days in game because I've I've actually slept and stuff like that, and my beard's grown and everything. Now I go back into Valentine, and I'm looking as I'm just walking through, and they're hanging people, <laughs> and. I'm like, I stopped to listen to the dialogue and I'm looking and the guy 
And this is what's this is how crazy this is. The guy that the husband who who killed his killed his wife in the game, and I tried to I tried to kill her, left for dead, was sitting up there getting ready to be hung. He's wearing a white shirt, the same white, dirty white shirt that he had on, and it got dirty from falling down in, and it's got blood in the same spot where I shot him and left him. That was amazing detail, amazing attention to detail, and I like instantly was drawn in. I'm like, do I want to just shoot him before he gets hung, or do I want to just see this guy kick for a while because they they he survived long enough for them to put him to trial and to hang him. And so I just sat there because they they sat there. They go, yeah, they go for for murder of your wife via drowning, and they 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 say the whole event, and I'm like, wow, that's like, incredible. That is cool. That is incredible. This is what they're talking about. This is where those hundred hour. Work weeks went in is these little <laughs> details that I wouldn't, you know, no other game would I have, would I have gone through and stopped to like pay attention to something and then be like, Hey, that's that bastard that I shot. I'd left him for dead. I looted him. I got $3 off of him in a platinum wedding band. Oh, wait, look, he's actually got the blood in the same spot. That's crazy. I must've just nicked him. He was playing dead. You know, it's those little, little things that you, you know, and so this makes me curious is that, I mean, unless, unless you, you know, take a shotgun to someone's head and there's no way, way that they can bring him back or say they bring him back. I wonder if there's some missions where they have characters that you may have killed off or thought you killed off and that Rockstar makes you, you know, they'll come back and they have, they, they figure out dialogue that like they can say, Hey, no, you know, you thought you killed me, but you just kind of nicked me. I wonder if they have, if they yeah, if they thought about that now. I don't, I don't think so. I, I, there is definitely re- retention. Like, uh, if you go into the same bar, the bartender starts remembering you and starts, "Oh, what are mm-hmm. you doing back here again? You want a beer yeah. again?" You know, there's, there's, because I go into the side bar in Valentine. I always go to the one to the right, not to the main one. The small one. The, uh, uh, yeah, the, that's yeah. where I got the gunslinger missions from, and uh, I always go back into there too and uh, talk to and talk to that bartender and the people inside the bar that go there start remembering you too where you're at. So there is, there is definitely that you not killing somebody and then them being hung for the same crime that you saw them commit that's amazing man <laughs> I it mean, was that's... it was it was so cool because i thought i killed him like i i shot him i went over i was able to loot him i figured he's dead but then they have this whole thing where they talk they they are like you know talking about his crimes and he's got the wound mark he's got he's got it's, it's now been washed kind of out but it's the same shirt and you can see the blood in the area where i shot him which was a like a liver shot that must mean that you you shot him and the police found him right away or the sheriff found him right away. Yeah, and, and so I'm just like, in. yeah, it's just it's that little attention to detail that is just so amazing. I'm a little jealous because I have not found a hanging yet going on in the middle of a town. I have not walked into just you know a, a group of people being hung for their crimes. Why you know like all everybody's standing. Yeah, it was pretty watching. brutal. One of them was a kid. Yeah. See, good thing I didn't do that then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. One of them. Tough. One of them was like I thought. I was like, oh, it uh, must be a, a short lady. I'm like, no, that's that's not a short lady. <laughs> okay. Rockstar went a little bit too far there. Maybe eighty hour work weeks instead of a hundred. <laughs> well, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean did it too. So. Yeah. Now, let's see. Legendary. Oh my God. Yeah. Legendary hunts. They had these in Red Dead Redemption. You would have to go hunt a certain animal, and then eventually, after hunting that certain animal, it's like you angered the animal gods, and they would come out after you. And they usually were just a bigger version 
of the regular model. Not so anymore. <laughs> I mean, your first encounter with a legendary animal is when you're out with Hosea. Yeah. And you get, you're going after a grizzly. And this grizzly is the stuff that horror movies are made out of because half his face is scarred. And he looks like a monster. How did you guys react? Like, what happened to you guys when you guys do it? Because I know, I know he attacks everybody. So you're all you're going to get attacked. But how did that make you guys feel when you had your first encounter with that bear? I I was like, that must be a legendary grizzly bear, and he looked like he's been through a few fights, and then he just mauled me up and ate me alive. Like I couldn't react fast enough to kill the thing. And now, did you get? Did you survive it, or did you? Get... No, he killed me, and then when I respawned back into the world, I tried to use my hunter senses to find him again, and I could not track him down. So I now, never, I never got a chance to kill the grizzly. Silver, you get a chance to kill it. Now, see, I didn't. I was like, after seeing it, I was like, screw this. I don't really have any good weapons. Like, I just started the game. I'll go back. And sure enough, you, you can go back. It's just one of the few that I haven't uh, gotten to yet. I haven't spent a lot of time up in the mountains. Did you get the legendary animal map so you yeah. can find? Yeah. So you can almost go back wherever you want. Yeah. Have has has any of you watched any? YouTube videos of people killing legendary animals? No, I'm deliberately not. So my first interaction with that mission I did went there with Hosea. We get he comes rushing in. I'm like, oh crap. And it starts mauling me. I survived that interaction. Like I was able to I stuck put my knife up in it and cut and ran down it. And it threw me around a bunch and then it got up and left. And I my guys like just cut up. Like the fact that I had like, you know, lacerations in my back and it was bleeding through my, my my jacket, my shirt. Um, I had bite marks, just these deep bite marks on my arm and everything. It just, oh my God, the attention to detail was insane. My guy looked like I was hamburger. See, but, I, didn't, I didn't get that because I didn't survive. So I didn't get to see any of that, that detail. That would have been great. I, I got killed so quick, man, that I was just dead. And, you know, you don't see anything. The screen goes Yeah, Arthur, for me, he pulled his knife out and stuck it in it and just went down and it got finally got it off of him. Mm-hmm. And then... Hosea was a coward and ran away. Like yep. he just took off running yep. and left you to be left you to be dead. And so then you go over and you interact. He goes, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, I, I, you, are you going to stay up here? You going to stay up here? You can have a choice to go ride back to town, ride back, yep. or you can stay up." I stayed up and tried to track it a little bit more, and uh, I couldn't find anything. So I went back. I eventually went back after that, but I stayed trying to find it by myself. I figured, okay, well, this guy's not going to really help me out, so. Yeah, Jose um, says I'm too old for this. But he gives you a rifle in the yes. process. That's how you get the rifle, yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, I got this rifle. I'm, and then the first thing I did is I thought of the TV or the movie, the old movie, Bear. Because I remember in that movie, I saw, you know, at one point they're trying to kill the grizzly bear that's taking care of the baby, you know, the male grizzly bear that's taking care of the baby. And they cross hatch the bullets. Yes. And so, and they shoot it and puts this big hole in it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to reenact that. I'm like, wait, no, that guy got his ass handed to him. I'm like, maybe I don't want to reenact that. I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to cross hatch the bullets. And I did, and I had a few, and I went hunting for it. And the only thing I did was I couldn't find that, so I shot a few deer and realized that, oh, cross hatch bullets ruin the pelt. <laughs> yes, they do. But you're right. Sometimes I, I use the cross hatch bullets, too, for, uh, for hunting, but it does ruin the pelt. You don't 
Well, you got it's like better for people. It's better for people. Yeah, if yeah, I'm, using for people. Yeah, if I'm going into uh, there was one there's one mission in the roads where you have to get into this big fight with one of the families, and I definitely cross hatched a lot of ammo first, and then went into the mission because it, it works a lot better for one shot kill than two or three shots you, you need to kill yeah. with your uh, um, repeater. Uh, the only reason I, I I was saying if you watch in the YouTube videos, um, I ruined myself because the alligator one I was really curious about. And I can't wait. I as soon as I get back on, I'm gonna go hunt that legendary alligator. I want to be Crocodile Dundee. If you take him back to the fence, you can get a Crocodile Dundee vest with the alligator teeth down the middle as the buttons. I'm gonna completely Crocodile Dundee my guy. That out. is awesome. Yeah, I want to do that too. That's the only reason know, I mentioned it. Yeah, because he actually looks. You know, you think about it, Arthur kind of looks like Crocodile Dundee. A little bit, yeah. He's. I'm actually using an alligator skin uh, saddle that I had the trapper make out of a uh, perfect gator. Oh, really? No, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty badass. I killed a tortoise one time, and I killed the tortoise, and then he picks up the tortoise like you you think you'd pick it up. He picks it up on both sides of the shell, and he shoves it on the back of the horse. Uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I felt bad for killing a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> So you say you feel bad for killing the turtle. Um, I'm going to jump ahead of that or something for that and then jump back to another question. But my, okay. my, I'm going to jump in ahead of there. You say you're feeling bad for killing the turtle. How many horses have you two killed accidentally? You mean like trying to shoot people coming after you? Because that happens a lot on horse back. And it just happens sometimes. You accidentally fire. I'm just saying, how many horses have you guys lost? You're in dead like... eye, and you kind of just oh, I went to the left a little bit. I had a chest shot, but the horse's head turned, and it was a head shot, but on a horse. <laughs> like, uh, how many horses, uh, how many of your own horses have you killed? Zero. Okay. Yeah, I've been very good about uh, not killing them, and I keep a horse, what is it called, silver, that you can heal your Revive. horse. Revive. Revive, yeah. I keep that on me at all times. Silver. Um, <clears throat> I've been less fortunate. Uh, I've killed four now. Of your what? own horses? Yeah. Um, two of them died while I was running from the law. One of them died, like, towards the beginning of the game. I didn't know about the, uh, the revives. Um, the last one, though, was, it was so funny. I couldn't even be upset about it because I was just laughing so hard. I went fishing in a uh, pond at, like, the base of the mountains, and I caught this, like, 19-pound fish, and I was, like, so excited. I was, like, dude, this is awesome. So I bundled it up, put it on the back of my horse, and, like, it was, it was this, this beautiful black horse. I caught her, and I, you know, I'd maxed out my, everything with her, and, and I was so excited. I jumped on her back, and I went to take off, and I tripped over a rock, and she landed in the water. And, like, I stood right up, and I was like, oh, pff, it's not that deep. Like, she'll be fine. And I ran to grab my fish. And my husband's like, you really just, like, walked away from your horse in the water to grab the fish? And I was like, oh, she'll be fine. Like, I stood right up. I grabbed the fish, and I turned around right as I get the notification that she died, and she her head is just floating in the water. And I was like, oh, oh dear God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was horrible. And the worst part was I was really, really far from, uh, like, any nearby town so i had to trek from the base of the mountains all the way to valentine with this 20 pound fish it was it was not fun <laughs> so i haven't killed any of my horses yet 
I am notorious for killing other people's horses. And I will, I know that I'm going to be the same way. And I'm going to be that jackass in Red Dead Online. I know it. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to kill my friend's horses too. So it's, uh, you know, so I'm just saying. But, um. Anyway. I haven't done it on purpose. It's on accident. I'm not trying to kill them on purpose. Yeah, see, I, I try to kill it on purpose because I want to stop them and then get their, what's in their saddlebags. That's why you're in the red. Yes. Um. Worst way to kill a horse, I'm just going to tell you, is a bow and arrow because you don't often hit them in the dead in the spot, and they they start really really crying, and it's really horrible. <laughs> so I would add this one shootout, and I <laughs> I shot went to shoot the guy, and and I shot the horse accident. This was a horse that I actually wanted. It was a draft horse, and I wanted it. Shot it accidentally, and it was on the ground. It was. It was in his death throes, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this is horrible. This is the first time I saw that, and like, I felt so bad. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to use one of my revives on this horse and see if I can jump on it and take it. So I use my revive on the horse. The horse gets up, and mind you, I just survived the shootout. This was a shootout with a bunch of the uh, uh, bounty hunters. And like, I'm Arthur's just like grabbing himself. He's I barely got any health up, but I saved this horse's life. And I'm like, this horse is going to love me now. Horse stands up, is like, F you, and kicks me in the head and kills me. Lost the horse, and I just used one of my horse revives on this damn thing. <laughs> I've been I've been kicked in the head, too, by a horse. It's a, it's a, it's a brutal act. <laughs> Poor horse. You try to come up and, like, tame it. You're like, here, just calm down. Whoa, fella, whoa, fella. And Arthur just gets booted in the back of the head. Yeah. So with firearm customization, customization – like, is this something like, I mean, cause I mean, what do you guys think of it? Cause you know, we didn't have this option when Red Dead Redemption, what you had the op- opportunity to do is if you got a gun and you went and you did all the, all the events you had to do for it in the open world, then if you did the events in the PVP settings and got enough kills with that said weapon, you could get it in gold. That was the, all the customization you could get. What do you think of the customization in this game? I like it. Like, it's not, you know, amazing from, like, a tactical standpoint. But, you know, you can uh, rifle the barrel and, and get a little more accuracy out of it. You can upgrade your sights. But that's about it. Other than that, um, you know, it's not like, uh, say, Fallout 4, where you can, like, completely modify a weapon. Which, you know, makes sense, especially yeah. for the time. But I do like that you can uh, change the metal, uh, carve or engrave uh almost anywhere on the gun um my springfield is ebony with blued metal and a wolf engraved on the stock it's actually pretty nice so like nice. stuff like that like that you know um that's really cool but it's definitely not something to jump into early on in the game i would do something like uh you know improve the sights but see i first thing i did is i went to making my gold my gold's like gold plated like but all not the whole thing it's like segments and then it's blued. It's either blued metal or the uh, dark steel um, that I went with. I, I was like, oh, I thought maybe I'd nickel plate some stuff. I haven't nickel plated anything. I've just been. I've been. I like the dark contrast with the gold, and that's been my my go to. I'm interested to see if they change things up a little bit online. If they allow you to have different colors that aren't traditional metals, uh, just to be able to create more variety for players, because. You know, you want, like, I, I want there to be, or to be harder to obtain the engravings or something, or there need to be, there need to be, like, unique engravings for me to find. 
or unlock for doing certain types of things. Like if I kill the most players or I have the most bounties down, I want a special engraving that I can get that I can put on my gun. Like you want like hash marks? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, hash marks or or skulls on my gun. You know, that you know it could have an engraving of a skull on the barrel when it's open in its mouth, something like that. You know, I that's that'd be my style. I'd like it. I, I like I like the customization so far. Uh, some of the stuff is just cosmetic. It's you know change the color of your stock or you know put a, a little bit of better iron sights. I mean, like Silver says, you can adjust it by barreling out your barrel or something like that. Add some distance to your shotgun or something like that. I haven't done too much of it. The engravings are cool. I haven't just I haven't done too much of it. What I find most necessary. If you haven't bought gun oil, is to buy gun oil. Yes. Or if you don't want to take the time, take your guns into the town and go to the gun, uh, the gun dealer, the gun shop, whatever you want to call it, and have them clean your guns for you. That makes such a huge difference in your stats mm-hmm. of the gun. I think that's way more important than any customization you can really do for any uh, weapon. I kill enough people, I get gun oil for free, so... I have a ton of... You get gun oil all the time. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. If, as soon as you sit down at your camp, you can just clean all your weapons. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing is that uh, during the crafting side of things at your camp, when you're saying you're crossing the uh, uh, the bullets, you can craft your different bullets in three different ways. But yeah. as you can progress in the game, you can actually craft them in uh, five up to five different ways for like a repeat. There's explosive or, rounds. Yep, yeah, or for a bolt action. I've, I got a bolt action rifle now that I'm in love with. It's a one-hit kill, uh, a chest high. It's a one-hit kill. I, I'm loving the gun, but I cross-hatch a lot of the ammunition on there because I just want—I don't want to have to shoot a guy twice when you're riding yeah, on the horse. Yeah. It's difficult to do. Um, the the crafting at your uh, camp, though, because we've been playing Fallout 76 beta so much at the same time playing this game, which I was playing it today, it, there's there's a lot of similarities there. there oh, there, yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah, there yeah. is. I know we were talking about that today uh, when I was playing it. Now... What do you guys think of the bow? Like the bow's actually becoming like one of my favorite weapons. I love it. I love I love yeah. taking the animal fat and making the uh, and making the flaming arrows. The flaming arrows, yeah. Because uh, if you go into a situation because it's quiet, they still don't know where you're at, and you can shoot someone if you have them bunched up together. You can shoot someone on fire, especially if they're near something explosive, and they'll fall onto it, and everybody goes away. They don't oh, know yeah. what they don't even know who did it, and then you just wait a little bit. Okay, no one's I, looking. I'm I gonna love go how, in there and I'm loot. I use the heck out of my bow. I love how Damien said everybody goes away. No, Damien, they burn in a bile fire. You know, big fire. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just go away. Big bada boom! You murdered a bunch of people, buddy. Have you shot? This is mean, but have you shot a deer at night with a flaming arrow? And saw it kind of like prounce around and then it cries and you have to cut it and kill it. Yeah, okay. No. It's no, I just let it burn. Now I want to. I just to. let it burn. I don't cut it and kill it. I let it burn. I, I'm saying in those scenarios where you don't do a one-shot kill, where usually it will kind of cry and it will fall over and you got to stab it. If you shoot it and not a kill and you just watch it prounce around and it's on fire, it's it's mean. <laughs> yes, at night. You let it burn. And then afterwards, you don't even have to cook the meat. It's yes, crispy. Yes, it's crisp. <laughs> that's one of the meanest things I've done. <laughs> I got to say something though. The fire in this game is crazy. So when you, you got to be worried, like, so they get it right. So, you know, the temperature and stuff will cause glass to break. If you're, um, ha, did you, did you guys, have you guys gone up against the inbreeders yet? Did you guys do that early on? 
I have. Uh, I can't remember the mission if I have or have not. They were the family that had. They were the first, one of the first family options you had to go up against people, and they like they created their own language. Yes. No, I did not do that one. Oh man! So I, when I went up there, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm gonna this. You know, this, they're like, you hear Arthur Morgan saying, "This could be a nice place for us to set up camp if we clear it out." You know, he talks about it being a good place. Uh, if you don't break like the, if you don't shoot the lanterns and stuff and light them on fire you can't move there anyway but i did and the fire came down and then the glass what i love is that the glass uh the fire travels along and it breaks the glass because of the heat that is something that i you know i don't know if i've ever seen that in a game so have you seen and i I know we're i'm gonna go off a little bit here but have you seen any weather done any better in any other video game from the snow to the springtime, fall, I was just in fall time as the leaves were hitting the ground, and I'm like, I definitely know I'm in fall now. Uh, from the summertime, the way the weather interacts and the way that you interact with the weather, plus with like your clothing and everything you know, yeah. you have to wear. The, the How about a lightning storm? The lightning storm, I had one of those two. The weather is bar none. I can't think of another game that's done any better than this. Especially yeah, I mean- the snow and the interaction with the snow between like your horse's feet, your feet. You know, yeah, with the overall stuff that you've had, because you know, like I would, you, you know, where I'm going to go with this is I first thing I compare any type of weather stuff into. Currently, I'll compare it to Sea of Thieves because they've done their they do water interactions yeah. very, very good. well. The water interactions that, on Sea of Thieves is still bar yeah. none to me, but 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 I mean, but the the weather interactions stuff like that, I've never seen anything. Again, I've never seen anything so real. I've never seen the snow just kind of move aside or when you're in the water and the horse is moving and you've got that displacement around it yes it's so well done and so realistic to what i mean growing up and having you know mom and my mom and aunts and even myself at different times that had ridden you know i remember seeing this firsthand i remember experiencing this firsthand so it's really cool to play a game that it's like I can look and be like, yeah, that's what it looks like. That's good. I mean, just to the random times the damn horse poops. Yeah, I walked to my horse one time. I was standing next to it trying to interact with it to like pet it and feed it. You know, just get get some uh, uh, charisma points with with the horse, and he's just sitting there pooping with his tail up near it. Just I know we talked about this before the game came out, but the tail movement, the yeah. muscle movement of the horse when you're watching it. The way the hair, uh, your mane blows into the wind mm-hmm. as you're riding, I mean, it's just incredible. And what I did to my horse to upgrade it is I made it all really long hair. I'll see with me. It looks I, cool. I did it different. Like, so my horse has a mohawk <laughs> and then a braided tail. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of hair, growth and styles. This is a big deal, you know. Beards grow. You yep. can have all sorts of different styles. You can style it different differently, depending on the uh, on, on the length. Depends on the different styles you can have. Same with hair. I usually keep my hair short uh, or shaved head, and then I just am growing my beard out. Except for the sides, I keep the sides trimmed, and which is very similar to what I do and do most of the time with my real beard. So, and in the game, I don't want to spoil anything, but something happens to me in the game, and I think Silver is probably this far along too, where. I have a full length beard now. I'm at a ten, and so what I did was when I had the opportunity to shave, I just shaved my sides, my chops, and I kept my goatee at a ten and my mustache at a ten. So it looks like I'm carrying around with a 
what are those things called from uh, Star Trek, the original uh, Star Trek? Uh, tribbles or uh, Trib- tribble? Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. That's on my face as I'm walking around. So right now I'm playing the game with the weirdest looking uh, goatee I could ever possibly have, and I'm keeping my hair long because I'm trying to get it to ten first to see how it looks. Um, but I keep Pompeying it. I like this slick back. It looks nice. I uh, did grow mine out um, just because I was having a lot of fun checking out the different styles and stuff. But now I keep it uh, buzzed and um, I keep the mustache and goatee at like a one or a two. And then um, I, I keep uh, short chops. Yeah, I was doing the uh, the good and the bad and the ugly for a long time. I was doing the very, the very gristled small like a one or two on the face and mustache the whole face and then keeping the hair kind of long kind of little you know wispy long and trying to make my and plus wearing the Clint Eastwood hat I was trying to make my guy look like Clint Eastwood the best I can okay all right now have you guys have you guys seen the fact that there's hats that you can get that glow yellow they they flash and if you pick them up you get to keep those hats those are hats you get to keep I'm wearing one at the moment nice I just got a bowler hat one of those rounded hats with the small yeah. rim on it. I just got a bowler hat, and I can't wait to get an outfit to uh, match that. It took me a long time to find any, and now I'm finding them all over the place. But uh, I'm wearing one now called the Gaucho hat, and it's uh, a leather like cowboy hat with a flat top and a, a red band. It's actually really cool, especially because nice. I'm wearing all red. I or, think uh, I actually black. have that. So I think I might have that one. I think that it's might be one nice of the first hat. ones I found. And then I remember I met this uh, uh, Latin fellow. That was challenging me to a gunfight, or not a gunfight, but to a shooting contest. And I did the shooting contest with him, and he beat me the first time. And it's like I'm like, wait, those rules didn't really make sense. So the second one, I did use dead eye. I was like, do 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 do, shooting the birds. And then he's like, oh well, you won. Well, he was one of the people that he gave me my my winnings. And then as he's leaving, he's talking mad trash. He goes, the next time, <laughs> next time I come, I'm, I'm back around. He goes, you, you won't see it coming. I'm just, I'll get my money back. And so he's telling me he's going to kill me. He's going to shoot me from behind. I'm like, you know, had you told me you're going to challenge me to a gunfight, I would have let you live and I would have taken that gunfight later on. But because you told me you're going to shoot me in the back and you're walking away from me, I guess I have to do it first. And the way this game interacts, I bet you he, <laughs> you would have ran across them again at some point. Now, have you done a duel yet? Have any of you guys done I a duel? I haven't done a duel yet. Have you done I a, have. You I have? have. I've done two duels and I've lost them both. I I, I have not been able there to pull up my pistol. There is a trick pist- to it. Yeah, what is it? You have to pull the right trigger slowly. Yes, The yes. slower you pull it, the more time you have. But you have to be careful because if you pull it too slowly, they'll shoot you before you uh, get a chance to even draw it. I did do one duel. And it's not a duel, but I had to save one of the gang members and I had to pull it slowly and shoot the guy before he killed, I think it was Micah. I, I knew which one you're talking about. It's Bill. Is it Bill? Okay. Bill's the only character that I don't feel any connection to and I hate still. Right. Yeah, like he, I agree. He, I still like feel like he's the dickbag and I'm, I'm okay that Marston killed him in the other game. It's all the other characters that I feel this connection to that I feel like they shouldn't. Uh, like I'm like, no, I like them. Well, it's kind of like uh, I was uh, out hunting and doing stuff with Javier, and I was like, I like this guy. And I was like, wait a minute, I, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny when you're interacting with these guys, and you're like, wait a minute, I know Javier from the original game. <laughs> We're not supposed to be this this close. Uh, Micah is the worst person in the world. In this world, Micah is such a 
piece of garbage. Yeah, I hate Micah. <laughs> yeah, I hate Micah. I showed Silver a photo um, of somebody killing Micah and you die. And it says, you attacked Micah, you're dead. <laughs> and, I, and the caption was, please, Rockstar, fix this option. <laughs> <laughs> so more on, clothes. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh. On the clothing side of things, though, because I'm at the city now, like uh, I'm kind of like in a New Orleans type of style. I'm in the, yes. the value. Sandini. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Silver, I'm there, too. And the different clothing you can get, the different options you can have, the different animals you can kill to get the different options from, you know, snakeskin boots to alligator, you know, vest to, you know, like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil that. Let's say exotic animal uh, trinkets. Um, you can, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do so much with clothing and you can, there's so many different options with your hair and your clothing. It's, it's really impressive how much you can really change from different characters. You could be playing a character, Damien, that looks nothing like my Arthur Morgan, even though yeah. it's the same face, but you're like, that's not the same guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is that we know that this is something that we're going to get at least everything that's out right now, but we know that it's going to be much more when online comes out. And so it's going to be interesting because, you know, before we just played as characters and they gave us characters from the game to play as and it was fun. You run across people that had the same character. You had DLC packs, so it helped it to where it varied some of the some of the, the player base and whatnot. But it's something that we're going to be we're going to be our own cowboys. We're going to get to pick. We're going to be able to create our own our own individual, and we're going to have our own look. And if we want, we're going to be able to have our own gangs. You know, we'll have our own look. Like we could run and be like, we're going to pick the colors. We're going to be we're going to run around wearing red, black, and white. Blazer colors, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Silver. There we go. Uh, you guys know I'm not a big online player. Yeah. But uh, I'm such a sucker for Westerns. And I, it's like I told, uh, uh, I think I posted on Facebook the other day, you know, I'm finally going to start playing online again. And it all it took was Fallout and Cowboys. Yep. So you know I'll be on this one a lot. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, there's this game is so, so well done. The story's just in-depth. And the only reason why I'm behind you guys in stories is because I've been streaming a lot lately for uh, helping out my buddy uh, Games games with Chin uh, for his uh, Extra Life streams and whatnot. And uh, we've been going back playing a lot, a lot of retro games, games that have been out a while back, party-style party games, things like that, and playing with the, with the viewers and whatnot. So that's one of the reasons why I'm a little bit farther behind in this game. But I do know that when the game comes out, for lie online i'm going that's where you know that's where you're going to see me at that's where i'm going to shine at in this game and uh we're all going to be all over that not to mention basically it's going to be me i'm going to be bounced between between red dead online sea of thieves fallout 76 those are going to be my my mainstays where you're going to see me at yeah there's too many good games out right now yeah and then uh right now let's let's get into something that's going to be we have Two more subjects that we really wanted to touch on on this episode. And one of those, this one's probably going to be take a little bit of time just because of how in-depth the characters are. And this is the thing, it, probably what we've been talking about is that it makes it so hard because we know what these characters turn into or are portrayed as in Red Dead Redemption. But in this game, 
you get different takes on them. So what, who's your favorite characters slash gang members in the game? Yeah, actually, uh, my favorite uh, is probably, like, as far as the gang goes, my favorite is probably Charles. I think Charles is super cool. He's real chill. He's real mellow. Uh, you know, it's he'll take you hunting. You know, that's a lot of fun. Um, of course, uh, we all love John. Um, Dutch grew on me, kind of like uh, you know, Damien was saying. Um, but I really like. I feel more of a connection to Arthur than I ever did with John. I can, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 more. He, he's got more depth to him. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I have ran into a lot of side characters that I really enjoy. Of course, everybody's escaping me at the moment. I've been 80 hours worth of characters are mashing together in my brain right now. But uh, I think for sure my favorite's uh, probably Charles. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you too, Silver. Like, second favorite is going to be Dutch Vandalier. And that's just because how, you know, charismatic he is, uh, if I could speak. Um you kind of fall in love with him a little bit in this game, just how he leads a gang and how much you hated him in Red Dead Redemption 1. So it's it's a real big switch for that character. It kind of draws you in. But overall, I think I like Jose. Uh, Jose is just kind of this cool character. He uses intelligence, um, especially in the roads when you're in the second camp and you're in the roads uh, uh, city and he's trying to play two families against each other. He's trying to use his wits, playing a cribbage game with an old lady in this big old mansion. I mean, different things like that. I kind of just, I, I kind of fell for Jose. Yeah, I really like Jose as well. He's yeah. uh he's a fun dude. Yeah, yeah. He I like, doesn't almost doesn't seem like he fits in with everybody. That was, that was going to be my take on it. Is that this? It's interesting because you have characters that don't feel like they fit in. Like Jose does not feel like he fits in. Like he's he feels he feels like an aristocrat. That's in with this group of you know a gang of of hoodlums, and I'm like, what did you do? Because he's the, one of the forefathers. He's the original. Him and him and Dutch are the two originals. So I'm yeah. like, him and Leopold happen? feel like aristocrats. They feel like a little bit like yeah. they're uppity, like they're like they're above that or something. But Jose gets a little bit down and dirtier than uh, Leopold ever does. Yeah. Uh, so from my experiences so far, Hosea and is one of my favorite characters, even though he's a pansy and takes off away from me and leaves me to for dead. <laughs> even though he raised me like a son, I'm just like, you know what? No. But, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, John Marston. I love his, yes. I love his character. Love being able to interact with him. And then, uh, Dutch is definitely also right up there because it's, I got put in. Uh, so one of the things I found is if you surrender, you can get your, uh, you can get your um, bounty down. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't you know can. that. Yeah. And it'll just take time by. We'll go by. And so I don't know what that affects. If it affects like, I know it if, like if you have to like eat more and stuff like that out there to get your stuff back up. Oh. One time I got, a, I surrendered and was arrested and Jose actually bailed me out. Uh, Dutch came and got me out one one time. He came in and he goes, oh man, he goes, you don't understand. He, did, he didn't mean to do this. And he taught, he used his silver tongue and that's that's Dutch too, and when you get to the second camp, <clears throat> excuse me, and you go into the city of Rhodes, and you actually get deputized because of Dutch's silver tongue, and he doesn't leave anybody behind. Like even at the beginning of the game, he makes you ride out ahead and try to find Micah or John, 
so I that's why Dutch is such a hard character not to be my number one, but you know what he turns out to be, so he can never be number right. one. <laughs> yeah. But so I mean that that's just some of the things that it just the character depth, all this stuff. I really I mean, for me to compare it to Knights of the Old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic Two for me, that is a huge thing. But I actually feel that the character depth and just everything that you experience in this is ten times the amount that they did. Where and and even if they were capable of doing what what Rockstar did, I don't think they would have target hit that because they don't have the right same writers. Just because we're on characters, was it surprising to you that? Jack's mom was calling out John and telling her, telling Arthur that he, you know, his father's not going to do anything with the boy. You know, he's not going to take him fishing. That's why she asked Arthur in that mission that Silver, you know, Kate, uh, said it was one of her favorites to taking Jack fishing. Was that surprising to you at the beginning there? Because I don't know if we knew that or if there's any backstory. I can't remember in Red Dead 1 if there was anything like that. Uh, well, it was one of the things with that is that they, that, that's, he wasn't. He acknowledged that he was a bad father. Okay, and see, that, I couldn't remember. And, and yeah, he acknowledged he was a bad father, and that's why in Red Dead One, why he that's why he he got away and decided to become a farmer and all that stuff because he wanted to be good to his family. Okay, all right. I th- I just thought it was interesting, and since we're bringing that's up why that's John. why at the end that's why at the the end of Red Dead you wind up you know his son wants to actually avenge him. Yes. So. Which I thought where Red Dead Redemption Two was going to go. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. Same, that's that's what I thought too. But are you happy? Are you happy? Are you both of you happy that we got the prequel and we got the story to lead up to Red Dead One? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I love this because it's this juxtapose of emotions uh, with how I feel towards the gang because I have this backstory now, and then I have this this you know their end and it's like i now feel like i need i feel like i need a mini mini game or a dlc or maybe the online this is something rockstar this is something you could do maybe the online is going to be that filler that's going to give you the stories where you work with the gang maybe you work with the members and you start to see their turn to the darker net to you know mean more the assholes and stuff so maybe online will be that filler of the story to make you start to dislike the characters instead of feeling like, man, I don't know what, what happened. Yeah, maybe we'll get that bridge. I think came unplugged. I'm really happy with it because instead of carrying on a story we already know, it's making me look back on it and go, oh. <laughs> I, I kind of have, like, regrets, but at the same time, you know, there there's something that happened that, that's still coming that we haven't seen in the game yet. So... I'm and also not brings, looking forward to that. It also brings sorry, uh, Silver. It also brings Dutch alive. I would have really hated if we didn't get this Dutch that we got in Red Dead Two. If we just never saw it and we just always, you know, thought he was just this, you know, horrible person. When you look, when you look, when you're looking at Red Dead Redemption Two, and he's bringing this, you know, this group of people together of you know just immigrants, different cultures, different backgrounds, and bringing them all together for a common cause. Uh, it sh- really, you know, we talked about it, but uh, he's such an open character and such a wide character. I'm really glad that I got to hear his story. And I'm not done with it yet, so I do know where his story ends, though. <laughs> so, 
the law. And I have suffered from this. Being being the villain that I am, I suffered quite a bit from this. The law can be a little brutal for the mildest offenses. And it's like, we've all, we're talking before the podcast about how you nudge into somebody and all of a sudden they're trying to shoot you down and all this stuff. It's it's really not very nice. Yeah, you can't ride through a town at any speed. You kind of have to trot at a, a very slow speed. If you bump into somebody, they're like, whoa, what are you doing? Hey, man, get out of here. It, it just the simplest little thing will set off just basically anybody with you. And we're supposed to be like in a more civilized, you know, uh, world now. And we're not supposed to be the wild, wild west. But people out here, man, they still, especially in Valentine, they still act like it's the wild, wild west. Like, I will shoot you for bumping into me. Pretty much, yeah. And I mean, and then it's like, I'll have a guy I bump into and it's an accident. And then he punches me. And it's like, I punch back. And then some other guy gets pulls out a gun and shoots me. And then... I'm the one with the bounty because <laughs> yes. I defend myself. I don't want to die. So yesterday, um, I was out hunting looking for a uh, perfect coyote, and I finally found one. And I got the perfect shot, skinned it, threw it on on the back of the horse. I was so excited to take the whole carcass and all the whole thing to the trapper, and I was near San Denis. So I was like, awesome! I'll just go to the trapper there. I ride all the way. I mean, it took me probably about an hour to to find this thing. I go all the way uh, uh, to town. I get almost to the trapper, you know, that little, like, market district kind of. And um, I accidentally bumped into somebody. And there was a law officer nearby, so he comes running up. Hey, and I was like, ah, okay. So I get off the horse, and as I'm trying to surrender, the dude shoots me in the face, kills me. I respawn, and my damn coyote is gone. I was furious i was like i didn't even do anything and yeah i have yet to find another perfect coyote this brings up a good question do you try to hunt on your way back to your camp and just pull something so you can give something to pearson so that way the camp has food i have found that if i hunt and put the carcass on the back and then i go and do a mission it is gone i lost a really big elk with the horns and i think it was a two-star pelt I lost it all because I did a mission, and when I came out of the mission and I was ready to head home, it was gone. I was very I frustrated by that. Either make specific trips, like okay, I'm looking for um, elk, so I'm gonna go up to this this area, and this is where I'm gonna hunt, and then when I'm done, I'm gonna go to the trapper or make my way all the way back to camp. Um, but yeah, I wait till I'm on my way back from a mission, and be like, okay, I need some rest, I need to, you know, shave, change my clothes, whatever, and uh, I'll stop and be like, oh, there's some deer nearby, and I'll just grab, like, a deer just to take some meat. Yeah, because by all our camp so far, it's been pretty heavy deer, so you can always get meat pretty easily to bring back to camp. Plus... And snakes if you don't watch your feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, snakes too. Wild turkeys too, have you? I put two wild oh, turkeys yeah. on my side, got a deer on the back, and I brought a ton of meat back home. I, I love getting the wild turkeys. I love that you can have two small animals yes. plus the large one. Me and Silver were talking about this on the Discord, so join the Discord if you want to talk about all things Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, shameless plug. But we were talking about this on the Discord about we wish, because I went and got the big elk, and we are like, man, I wish I could fit two elks on there because I there was two elks there. I killed them both. I think you should be able to do that if you had a draft horse because they could can't handle the weight. Or, yeah. you know what? If I take a guy, if I have a guy that I, tie, I hog tie. And I have an elk already in the back. I feel like I should be able to throw him over the meat. You know, he can. I don't care about him feeling good about it. Tie them both on there. Yeah. I am not ashamed to say there has been many a trip where I've got my horse loaded with three animals, and then I 
I uh, snag another large one, and I carry that son of a gun on foot by myself with the horse following me all the way back to the trapper of the camp. I have done that many, many times. Oh, good, good for you, because I just <laughs> leave it there. I am yeah. v- determined. So one of the things I've done is, you know how like you get these guys that want to break that break out of jail, but if you if you're nice to them, if you shoot their their chains, they will yes. Uh, you know, they'll give you like a the, like a hint to a quest to be able to go make some money or a treasure map. A treasure map, yeah. Which I've i found some of the treasure maps and they're really cleverly hidden in it. I love it. Did you but, find the one? Sorry, did you find the one like in the open tree? I have not found that. I found the one in the in the uh, waterfall. Because the open tree, yeah. Okay, there we go. There's a tree with like a big hole in it, like squirrels doing their living, and then the waterfall one. I I when I found it, I was like, well, this is pretty easy. Yeah, and the waterfall is kind of like you know okay I get it, yeah. or the chimney in the houses always check the chimney. Yeah, so what I did is I went and I went I got the guy that the guy gave it and I was like you know what I wonder if these guys got a bounty on them. So I roped the guy and was going to take him into a town with the bounty just to see if I could get a bounty on him since he escaped so I could double you know double down, but then some he ran by and he and. Somebody reported, like, I don't know, I don't know if I accidentally bumped into him or he screamed that made them report. But somehow I wound up getting, bo- or, well, no, I that's right. I have a bounty on me, so that's why they came after me. Because they're not going to come after me for a bad guy trying to turn a bad guy in. So when I was going, I was running away. I got away and I was pissed off and I had, it was about time to get on for the podcast. What I did is I hopped off and I'm like, you know what? You're going to pay for this. I wanted to see... If you were going to give me extra money, you may have lived, you may not. So I found a camp, and there was a fire. I just picked them off, and I walked up, and I'm like, mm, boom, dropped them into the campfire. <laughs> the fire I, travels up the rope, and it just it just travels perfectly. And yeah, crispy, crispy critter. I have dumped uh, bad guys into the, the swamp. I'm sure, Silver, you've done the same thing into the alligator-infested swamp. But oh, you yeah. know what's crazy is you can also, if you want to get rid of someone so people don't see it, throw it into a pig pen. The pigs eat everything. I have I, done that, too. And yep. see, I didn't know that they'd eat people. I and found out that they, they actually programmed to eat like that when uh, my horse tripped and fell in, and I lost my, my really nice kill that I got. My nice elk fell into the pig pen, and the pigs ate it and ruined it. So There's a side mission. To help a lady out in Valentine, and she says, "Oh, just throw his body in the pig pen. Yeah. Don't eat it all." So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I threw him in yeah, there. Yeah, I know. That's how I learned after after I did that mission too. And I, but I got caught because they didn't eat it fast enough. Sounds oh. like pigs. Oh my god, I'm always getting caught for like I'll get attacked by somebody, even if it's like a like a raider or something, and I'll uh, shoot, kill him in de- in self defense, like right as somebody rides up, and they're like, "You're a murderer," and I'm like, "No, come back now. I'm gonna kill you too." So I do, I do do that when the need arises. You try to stop them, and they keep running, and yeah, no, I have murdered many a folk. But yeah, you're still light because they don't know. <laughs> exactly. They don't know. It can't hurt them. Can't. <laughs> so, if you were to give Red Dead Redemption a score from 1 to 10, what would you guys give it? I laugh because I think I know what all of our answers is going to be. 11. Yeah, it's it's going to be game of the year. It's going to be number one game of the year. Easily. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I, can't, I can't give it a score because I don't feel that a 10 out of a 10 is good enough for it. 
Yeah, I mean, whatever the highest game. <laughs> I like that I, IGN posted like Wii Sports is 11 out of 10 back in the day. So everybody's like, so what's Red Dead Redemption 2 now, IGN? <laughs> so obviously you can't give it 11 out of 10. But it's probably the best RPG game that I've played. Uh, absolutely Western. I mean, that's hands down. To me, to me, it's the best game, period. Like, it is the best game. Like, before this, if I had to go, like, story-wise, I'd have to say Witcher 3. Witcher 3 was amazing. and it, Witcher 3 is great. But where do you think this game ends, though? That's that's the thing, is that you could play this game for easily another two years without getting bored with it because the updates see it and, yeah yeah i don't yeah. i don't i don't i don't this game doesn't have an any and you give you give an online game you give this game online this get the people this is a console seller this will be people will buy because they want the best looking graphics people will buy an xbox one x to play it yeah and they'll just stay with it they won't they will play it until the servers get shut down i mean look at gta online look how long that's going because of how well gta online is doing and our climate of our culture we're probably Right now, we're probably not gonna get a uh, uh, a Grand Theft Auto Six because they already you know, came they, out and said that. Yeah, yeah, he said they came he out and really... said that. And so, what we'll probably do at the most, what we can hope for, is a graphical overhaul and a new landmass to be added to GTA Online. That's something that you could see happening because yeah. they can get that because the game's already out. They can change the graphics, a graphical engine update based off of the engine that they use for Red Dead. And they could do something. That's something that they could bring us. Yes. But anything above that, we're not going to see. We're just good. They're going to keep adding to GTA Online. That's what we'll see when they do a landmass add addition addition onto that. That's when we will get a graphical change. But we're probably not going to see anything else there. Where we're going to see our stuff is we're going to see it constantly in uh, Red Dead Online. And you know what? I'm I'm happy for that. Let's get another LA Noir. Or a different noir type of game because yes, I really yes, enjoyed that yes. one. Yeah, you know, and I as much as I wanted to play it, I have never played LA Noir. They re-released it on the Xbox One. I know, and the Switch. I know, and I've and Switch, never yeah. and I've never played it on any console. Oh, it's worth it. I wonder if it's with Game Pass. Um, I don't think so. Um, but I haven't been on there lately. I'll have to check. Oh, all right. So we have one. We, we, we did get a question from our listeners. We want to do that. And uh, this question from our listeners. We want to know, how does the knowledge of Rockstar's current and really historic workload on its employees affect or does not affect your enjoyment of the game? This is from Steph Skiles Art. Yeah, we talked about this before the, before the game and uh, appreciate the question. I, I don't know, because a lot of the people that work for Rockstar past and current have said that work conditions are getting better um and uh, people that are present say the work conditions are getting better people from the past have said bad things about the work conditions or people not forcing the work but it's just like no knowledge that you should be there to work but a lot of people that are worked on red dead Redemption 2 have came out and said please do not please buy this game because we worked so hard on this game. So if people are coming out and saying that, of course I'm going to enjoy the game because they put a ton of work into it. Yeah. Silver? In my opinion, like every workplace, every company ever, even if it's like the best place ever, there's people that say, hey, it totally sucks. There's people that say it's awesome. There's people that are in between where it's like, oh, you know, it's not so bad. So it doesn't really affect how I feel about Rockstar as a company, but it definitely makes me um, 
happy that like of course you know as a gamer uh, who's waited a long time for a new rockstar title who's waited a long time for a, a new western game somebody that paid a hundred dollars for it you know it's great that i enjoy it but it makes me happier that i enjoy it so much knowing how much blood sweat and tears went into it at the expense of uh others so you know i don't i i have a heart like yeah it sucks and i know that it's hard to work hours like that you know i I'm, most of us have done it at least once, but I do have a lot of respect for them for coming out and saying, play it, buy it, please enjoy all this hard work that we went into. And uh, I want to say that that question came from, you said, uh, uh, Steph Skiles Art. She's on Discord. Uh, she's on the Silver Soul Gaming Discord, actually. But she is also a writer and editor for LoveThyNerd.com, so go give nice, them a check nice. on uh, Facebook awesome. and online. And and like my, my take to that is I've worked for places that they do uh, they go oh you're gonna volunteer for overtime yes and yep. they call it I mean we they used to call it mandatory overtime yep. until they got told they couldn't do that and then they were told okay we have voluntary overtime and they give you a sheet and you're like you have to volunteer two weekends out of your month here you go pick it yep I've done that for years yep we might be talking about the same place. Yes, Shoot, my my dad owns his company and he's up working in Colorado this weekend while my mom's home by herself because, you know, it's got to be done, especially, you know, in his line of work, you know, winter's coming. He doesn't have much choice. People kind of like their homes being heated, but yeah. which is why I understand a lot of people are upset. It's like it's a video game. Why work people so hard? But I understand deadlines and, you know, because they, they may be a big dog in the gaming industry, but they still have publishers to deal with. Yeah, and, and what you think about it, though, is really, if you do look at it, though, look at the quality of the game. Look at what happened through those hours. The, these were not wasted hours worked. These were hours that created, like, we've talked a lot about games as art. This is a game that is 100% art, 100% blockbuster, 100% so many different categories that it just is mind-boggling, and it is just a phenomenal experience and you can start this game over and you can play through it in so many different ways that this is literally for your 60 bucks your 65 dollars you are getting thousands of hours worth of content to experience so that's kind of what i we, what i wanted to say on that and guys so between the three of us this game is above a 10 and we're going to only be able to talk more about it as we get more in depth, as we finish the game. But we wanted to get this episode out to you. Our first week in, guys, our first weekend, we will definitely do another one of these episodes, which will be focused as our first week online. So when we get to that, we'll be doing that. Um, and, you know, we're going to be... So next Friday will be a variety episode. It'll be that. The following Friday, we will probably do our first week in on Fallout 76. Yay. Yay. I played the beta today. So Say, I played the beta today too. First off, guys, we're going to be signing out for now. Uh, you can find us at Geekologist at gmail.com, Twitter, Geekologist Radio, minus the T for character restrictions, web, GeekologistRadio.com. Though the website hasn't been getting updated. We're going to, we're, like I said, that's all, that's all being in the works. Find us on NinjaPancake.com. Uh, find us in the new Ninja Pancake feed. Go there, check out all the other awesome podcasts over there. And you can find me on Twitter 
at Mr. Damian Nash, all one word. Silver, where we can find you? You can find me on Twitter at SilverGamingUSA or SilverSoulX10. You can also find me on the Discord with these guys uh, mm-hmm. or uh, SilverSoulGaming.com. And she streams a lot too on Twitch. Under Silver's Games, yeah, especially yes, yes. now that Remember 76 that. is that. coming. Yeah. Nick, where can we find you? Find me at Nick and PDX, all one word on Twitter, and find us on our Discord. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be the link in the show notes. Jump in there. Join the conversation. A lot of good conversation this week from yeah, a lot growing. of people. We are growing. So I appreciate everybody, all the listeners that are in the Discord, that are listening and uh, adding into the conversation. That really helps us out a lot. So And thanks for the feedback also from last week's show. I really appreciate it. And with that, guys, we are out of here. Oh.